Nerds, and welcome to The League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. Today we're talking about the Tidecaller Nami, who was released December 7th, 2012. And we are also joined today with a very special guest, uh, Zoe slash Egg slash Jellyfish. <laughs> Hello! Hello. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I don't think my mic picked that up, but I said hello. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll turn off noise suppression, wait. Oh. <laughs> no, that's okay. There we go. Discord does that. Discord does people dirty. It, like, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we don't want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself and why you decided to choose Nami. So, I mean, I kind of, I don't even remember exactly what, ep- like, when it why i chose nami <laughs> i think i was just <laughs> checking um like what characters like uh weren't already like taken and also like what characters I actually played and that i thought would be interesting mm-hmm. and i think where is she mentioned i think she's mentioned in diana yeah um mm-hmm. yeah and i was like oh she sounds interesting because she's like um related to the void and like the void is super cool i was very naive then didn't realize there was very little <laughs> lore in the void uh, but yeah, yeah. Poor Nami. She doesn't have a lot going on. John came upstairs yesterday. He normally like t- it takes him two days to like get through all the lore, and he's like, "I was done in less than two hours." <laughs> so, oh, Jesus, for everything, all of it. Shockingly, yeah. I found nothing that wasn't on the universe page. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I found yeah. very little, and that's surprising. Frankly, yeah. I was gonna say, I think the thing that one of the things on her universe page, she's not actually even in. Really, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We got the inverse. Yeah, I was going to say she has a bio and three short stories. No, it's not. It's a comic, a short story, and then the um, the, the field journal, guide. the field guide. And she's not in the field guide? No. She's just, yeah, it's you like know, the Stian. Like the science, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, I was, I was like, did I like space out during this? What happened? <laughs> I was trying to read right? it. You I... missed the NAMI section? It was very important. It really ties the whole thing together. Again, the linchpin, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I will say, though, like, overall, I think it's pretty effective for what we've got. I would prefer yeah. Riot do more of this. Like, mm-hmm. less is less is more, but it's, like, effective good lore and, yeah. and, and things. But yeah. we'll get Nami, into it, I suppose. Nami was the first champion I was excited to get released. I remember, like, mm. uh, at the time, I must have already decided I liked playing support, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and I was working at Riot at the time. This was a very small window. And... What did they call it when they like it? W- it felt like a science fair when they were showing oh, all the yeah. departments would show what they were currently working on. Show and tell. Yeah, show, and show and tell. tell okay, yeah. got them done. It had very like scholastic book fair energy. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> but they had in one room they were just you know displaying champions that were coming out soon, and one of them was Nami. So like we got to see like a sneak preview of her, and I was like, I can't fucking wait for this champion to come out. And it was the first time I was excited about it. Was it like a kit thing or a thematic thing? I think because it was a new support and it was probably like the first support that was getting released since I decided I liked support. And I, at the time, like Sona. So I I wanted like other, you know, mage healers. Those are like the types of support. What if Sona, but mermaid? (laughs) (laughs) But with a voice. (laughs) Harder to land skill shots. (laughs) Sona, what do you need in your life? (laughs) 
<laughs> I like Nami a lot, frankly. I don't I mean I don't play support that much, but I really like Enchanter supports, and I think she's got a great little support kit, frankly. Yeah, um, I think she's really yeah. well designed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Egg, is she like a big main of yours? Is she just like in the in the roster? Um, I mean, like like any female League of Legends player, I do I do play a lot of support. Um, I, uh, I I don't play her like nearly as much as some like other characters, but I really I really like her kit a lot, and I like that she um went like you know there's those supports where like when your ADC is gone, you just sit under tower because you know you're gonna die. <laughs> Nami isn't like that, which I appreciate. Yeah, like Sona, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh god, I'm alone. Yeah, or like Yumi, where you're just like, mm, yes. Oh, Yumi can never be alone. Even in the Fallon, yeah. it's a risk. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. I distinctly remember a playtest for Nami that I was in, and I was like holding, trying to protect the middle turret while the mid laner was gone, and I got dove, and I distinctly remember getting a double kill with like a double bubble <laughs> ult under turret. I was like, I am invincible, and <laughs> I never did you... anything as good on Nami for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> that was the peak. Did you did you get any rage, like any like salt from the the playtest? Uh, it was playtest, right? I would hope not. Oh no, there you was know a what? lot of rage. In really? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Not that's in that one in particular, but yeah. Oh that's man, the sweetest salt you could ever get is like a playtest for like. Hey, we're just testing out this champion. The shit might be broken, and people still getting mad about it. That's like the, <laughs> I did that with Fizz once, and I knew right. I. Loved oh, so we're gonna Fizz try hard and play test now? Is that what we're doing? We're try hard and play test. Cool. I guess we'll never know what this champion does if everyone's just gonna try hard and play test. <laughs> Isn't that yep. the point? Because people are gonna try hard in the game, so you need to know what the champion's fully capable. You know what? That's There's so no funny. logic to salt, man. It's just... That's true. It's like when you win a normal, and people are like, "Oh wow, playing like it's ranked." <laughs> Like, this is my ranked. A-Rams are my normal. <laughs> Honestly. All right. We doing impressions? Hell yeah, we are. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. Oh, no. Who wants to go first? Feet are strange. <laughs> oh, I have that written down. Was that yours? I'm so sorry. No, I have like four. Oh, okay. okay. Good. I was also oh, thinking yeah, about dude. doing her laugh because it's the thing I spam the most. <laughs> yeah. <Honestly. laughs> That's what she sounds like. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do I, I only know a couple um, I decide what the tide will bring I love when Mark has to do female champions especially yeah. when they sound like 15 year old girls oh that's beautiful <laughs> yeah, <that's great. laughs> alright you're up egg okay um oh gosh ew whale breath <laughs> <laughs> your voice really lends itself to it honestly yeah, yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you <laughs> The ocean will sweep them away. Mason. Wow. Wasn't even British. Good. No, it wasn't. <laughs> nice. Let's go. I specifically, the ocean will sweep them away. <laughs> specifically chose a quote that had no R's in it. <laughs> Is that what you found out the weaknesses? <laughs> Champion. Smart. Oh, modern smart. problems, modern solutions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Should I go through the bio? Sure. Take us through the bio by Rayla Hyde. All right. I took notes for this bio on my phone, so I was bouncing between (laughs) my my phone, like the the Google Doc and the bio itself. Got to tell you, it was a lot of fun. My laptop was dead, and the charger was in the other room. I understand. (laughs) 
You would have had to get up. It would have been a whole thing. <laughs> it's honestly really hard right now. Honestly? Yeah. All right. Nami was a normal Vestayan in the seas west of Tarkon. Her people are called, called the Marai. Is that it? Yeah, the Marai. Marai? Marai's good. Mariah Carey. Yeah. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> also, I'm noticing my phone autocorrected that to Maria every single time, and I didn't know. Nice. <laughs> She's from the Maria tribe. <laughs> All right, the Marai. Uh, the beginning of the bio was kind of mostly just about them explaining their uh, this big ritual that's part of their lives. So a long time ago, the Marai, not the Maria, <laughs> discovered... A rift in the ocean that uh, led to the void, I guess, and all its spooky little critters. They never say the void, but everything's purple and it's evil. So that must be what it is. Honestly. Yeah, the comic made it really seem like it was the void. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's very, very void like in the comic. Or Morgana. Those are the only purple things in League. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> all right. So the Marai placed a moonstone at the center of the village, which kept the void creatures away. But it begins to dim every 100 years. And when this happens, the Marai have to choose their best warrior as a tide collar to dive into the deep abyss and recover an abyssal pearl. The tide collar brings the pearl up to the surface and trades it with what they call a luminous wanderer uh, who gives them a moonstone. The luminous wanderer is the aspect of the moon. <laughs> so, <laughs> find out a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so Nami really wanted to be a tide collar. <laughs> My auto cracks. Nami really wanted to beat a tide collar. <laughs> I mean, (laughs) this is so bad. Spoiler alert, but I guess she does. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) But she uh, auditioned, I don't know, tried out. She was a little too impulsive. So they chose someone named Rasho instead. Which, weird that someone with Rash in their name is less impulsive, but go (laughs) off. Hey, you know, we're not, your name's John, you're not a toilet. Well, to be determined, I eat SpaghettiOs a lot. (laughs) John, human toilet. All right, anyway, Rasho ended up becoming the first high collar to fail, so good job on that choice, everybody. While everyone argued on what to do, Nami just kind of left and eventually returned with the pearl and the tide collar's staff. We'll see what happens in the comic, what actually went down. Yeah. Also, with horror in her eyes, or whatever. People were a little displeased. She left like that, but she was named the Tide Collar anyway. When she got to the surface, though, to exchange the pearl for a moonstone, she was told that the aspect of the moon was missing. So now Nami is one of the many people <laughs> trying to find out where the fuck Diana is. It's like a whole where in the world is Carmen San Diego <laughs> situation. I think that's like the fifth time we've referenced that, but it is, goddamn, if it's not appropriate, right? I mean, I, she's just with the Sentinels or something. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, Once again, Rise of the Sentinel is just ruining shit. Just un- things you wouldn't think would get ruined are also getting retroactively <laughs> fucked over. Honestly. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, I liked this. It had little to do with Nami for a while, but I like the the lore behind her people. I, I for some reason, thought she was going to have a fizz story where, like, everyone was dead except for her. So I was, like, mm. pleasantly surprised it wasn't that. Mm. But the exchange of the pearl for the moonstone every 100 years it's just a fun little fantasy thing yeah (laughs) you know yeah it's interesting too because i feel like we don't outside of like i need this for my people Mm -hmm. we don't get to know a whole lot about what the importance of the abyssal pearl is yeah we don't know they they say it like they also need it to help their people but we don't know why so like 
without that information, it just kind of seems like the aspect of the moon is being like a kind of a dick about this. <laughs> like, oh, oh, the void's going to come and destroy everything. Okay, cool. Well, I could give you this thing that I can apparently just conjure. Yeah, they but just you're gonna it. you're gonna need to do something for me too. Yeah, I need you to risk your life to get me some jewelry, please. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get my drip on. I was gonna say those pearls are fire, man. Like, They're pretty huge. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little, I don't want to say, like, transparent. I mean, it's very, like, hey, you need this MacGuffins and stuff, and it's, like, every 100 years. like. The, but it's a strong setup. Okay, here's, yeah. like, my, my controversial take on Nami overall. Oh. She's, a, a okay, better, okay. she's a better realized uh, Lilia, because mm. very similar <laughs> in that she's, like, this is a new world she's going out into to get something. But, like, the rules and stakes are all super, like, well-defined. Like, hey, That's you true. need to go get this specific mm-hmm. thing, and here's the specific person. And here's the p- specific stakes. And it's, just, it's a little okay This like, eh, the Abyssal Pearl, we don't really know what it does. The point is that it, it, it props up this character journey and, and shit, right? And this adventure, you know? Mm-hmm. Which I'm fine with. Yeah. So. And they never seem to know, needed to know what the Abyssal Pearl does. It's like, this is what we have to give you to not all die? Okay, we'll do that. Sure. <laughs> she's, like, she's like Mermaid Poppy. Just walking around with this thing. Like, are you Kinda, are, yeah. are you the warrior I give this thing to? <laughs> yeah. She's gonna find out she was the wanderer the whole time. <laughs> the moonstone was in her the whole time. Yeah. You don't even build moonstone on Nami. <laughs> <laughs> Diana has retired. The new aspect of the moon is Nami. <laughs> you know what? I would be fine with that as a conclusion to the Nami story. Because I don't know what the because partially because she's never ever ever gonna find Diana. That shit is never gonna gonna happen. If you want my opinion, because yeah. it also mentions that like her staff can like pull her towards Diana. or Whatever it says that in the short story. Yeah. And it's like okay, if it can pull her towards Diana, why hasn't she found her yet? Like how long has she been wandering? I I completely agree. Frankly, I mean, and I wish Diana's that it wasn't. Just- She's really fast. <laughs> Every time she power gets walks everywhere. To where Diana was. She's already dashed eight times. I was gonna say yeah, she got else. the dash. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, yeah. this poor mermaid is trying to walk on land. How does she do that? It does she, explain it. Where yeah. they say she she summons a, a pool of tide so that she's always in the water underneath her. Oh my god, I yeah. must have missed that. I was literally it just was imagining like, dragging herself through the fucking mud. Before it got to that, it was literally my first note on the in my notes though. Just like how she walked though, but then they explained it. That makes I don't know why I quite. That's what she literally does in the fucking game. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> It's like free willy. I wrote that she gets herself some floating water in my nose. That's it. True dad. Sure. Is it in the story? I read the story. Yeah, I think it is at the beginning when they like describe her from the villager's point of view. Yeah, they definitely do it in the story. I want to say it's in the bio even that she like. Oh, geez. That's not good. But I could be wrong. Yeah, it's like the last three lines or something. Using the power of the mystical Tidecaller staff to summon a perpetual pool of moving water beneath her fins, Nami took to land to continue her quest. I did write that because I knew I'd forget. (laughs) And then I forgot I had written it. Smart. (laughs) Imagine seeing that. Horrifying. (laughs) <laughs> There's a lot I'd be horrified to see. This would be on the bottom of the list if I lived in Runeterra. In Runeterra? Yeah. Uh, that's relatively normal. <laughs> Although not the pe- people seem very frightened. Well, not frightened, but startled by her, I guess. No, I had so. a question about that. Oh, okay. So 
we know that at least vaguely Bilgewater is aware of the Mirai and it never says that like the Mirai are all over the place and this just happens to be uh, the specifically Targon ones they were like oh the mm-hmm. Mirai is a tribe that is next to Targon so somehow Bilgewater was you know became aware of this tribe from like way on the other side of the map yet mm. the fucking village right <laughs> next to where <laughs> the Mirai live and, and trade every I guess 100 years is a long time but still there's at least stories passed down they're still like wait what the fuck is this a mermaid I mean 100 years is enough that like your great grandpa would have told you about meeting the mermaid yeah I was wondering if maybe it's because, like, um, they seem to, like, really hate Diana, so maybe she was just really careful to avoid them when these exchanges mm. happened. But, like, it still seems a little odd that they would have, like, never even cited them. Like, you'd think they would mention, like, a legend that the town has or something, but they don't. So it's, like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that and, like, it also kind of casts a weird sort of timeline when it comes to the Lunari, because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, there must have been a chosen of the moon or aspect of the moon within the last century or so when it seems like they've been gone for a while it's true like who was who did this before diana a hundred years ago if it was like 200 years or something would that just like fix it if it was just like a little bit more time i think so because in runeterra really a hundred years doesn't feel like a lot Yeah. yeah sure that's like it says on the four heimers i mean humans can live to be over 100 so yeah and if you're like something that's not human, forget about it, right? I think even Nami is almost yeah. 200 years old or some crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... I found it funny, too, that they, what did they call her? I think they called her like um, a teenager or some point or like an adolescent. And it's mm-hmm. like she's almost 200 years old. So I was just wow. kind of like, how long do they live? <laughs> it's sure. like elven it's almost like, timeline. Um, yeah, like elves kind of in like like a, mm-hmm. a, a fantasy, like tra- traditional D&D type th- situation yeah. where <laughs> hundreds yeah. of, of years, which I, I think is fine. It's a neat detail for like, like mm-hmm. I know we complain a bunch about like, oh, these champions are, are so old and it doesn't make sense. <laughs> but it's cool when it's it, it's fine when it's like the Mirai or some other weird non-human species, you know? Yeah. Um, frankly, I think that's that's fine. But yeah, hundred years. You definitely would have know, have heard about the last time they dropped off a moonstone or some old bullshit like that. You yeah. Know? Or that there was another aspect of the moon. Because right. they made yeah, it seem like a very too, big really. deal that Diana had become an aspect of the moon. There was one less than a hundred years ago. <laughs> it's not really sure. that big of a deal. Really. Yeah. You're, you're nothing special, Diana. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking nerd. <laughs> I'm intrigued about the logistics behind the summoning of the moonstones, too. Mm. Like, if it's Do you think she lays it like an all- egg or... <laughs> well, I wasn't until right this second. <laughs> oh, that's not what you were talking about? Okay. It's like a hairball. Like, Did <laughs> 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 you think she does it like a cat? Like the... <laughs> <laughs> I like anyway, the well, scenario. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> uh, well, what I, what I was curious about was... <laughs> If she can only do it every hundred years. Mm, or she could just mm. give them like ten moonstones. But they'd all only last a hundred years. Yeah. But, I mean, if she can conjure them pretty easily and they do hold the void back, I can see some real good uses Useful. for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some potentially unexplored 
But that was another thing. I was like, because it's, it's like a rift, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you'd think that you could just, like, I don't know, line it with Moonstone or something. Like, maybe maybe that would be too complicated to, um, like, redo. But it just seemed like, I don't know, it seemed like there would be a lot um, more effective <laughs> ways <laughs> to fight against the Void if you can just conjure Moonstone that easily. Yeah, yeah sure. You grind it up, you get some aggregate, and you just, <laughs> just fill out the, the rift with it. Yeah, this is this know. is all this is all what I'm talking about when I say that like some of the details of it are a little fuzzy or a little clearly like hey this is this is just a setup that we need to kind of give this character a thrust you know yeah. and if you did more with Nami you might want to answer some of these questions or tweak it a little you know mm-hmm. cuz otherwise it's just a clear MacGuffin. I could you know? see maybe that maybe they can only create one moonstone every 100 years mm-hmm. and then sure. there would be and Diana or whoever it was would not be aware that this rift is the void and that there are other rifts that are causing trouble you know and then there's this dilemma of like i have one moonstone where do i put it what entrance of the void is the most dangerous give it to mm. kaisa i guess <laughs> she'd know what to do with this sorry would Nami. it affect her though because she's like part that's void? true oh, just rips fuck. her skin off that would I have be so cool. many questions <laughs> ouch uh. Now, two minor gripes with this story. Okay. Sure. One, uh, they refer to the stabs that they wield as bathy stabs. <laughs> and they just say it like yeah. that's a fucking thing. And they yeah. just move on. <laughs> I noticed I like, that too. I was like, what? I looked it up and I didn't find anything. Right? Like, okay. Is this some weapon I haven't heard of? I looked and fucking nut. They just made up a word. They used it. They didn't describe it. They just, John. they were like, this is a bath of staff. We all know what a bath of staff is. Good. Moving on. You just described fantasy as a genre. I feel like most of the time they're like, here's this wiggle woggle. It's pointy on one end and shiny on the other. <laughs> You know, when I say, like, gun dame, when it comes to, like, Misfortune's mm. mom, you can kind of intuit what that means. But bathysphere? Like, I assume it's like a bathysphere, but what, I know. what the fuck I does that mean? I know. I think of a bathysphere. It's a staff you take in the bath with you. <laughs> oh. But they live Rub in the water. Down. All day, <laughs> every day is a bath. That's why they always have them. <laughs> the sea is their bath. <laughs> Ew. And their toilet. <laughs> hey. Gross. Uh, other minor gripe, and mm-hmm. this is this is mitigated because there is a comic. Um, but I mean, I I I hate to make back to back Seinfeld references on the podcast, but they really fucking yada 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 over the most compelling part of her entire bio. Like the whole thing's about this big trip, and they're like, oh, then she goes down to the void yada 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 then she comes back up from the (laughs) void i was like wait what what excuse me what (laughs) what the fuck happened down tell me that that sounds interesting so if there wasn't if there wasn't a comic that got into this i'd be real pissed but as of now i'm just uh, gripe you know yeah i'm just ornery (laughs) no i sympathize I, I mean, I completely agree, right? Like, I, I, I do find that sometimes is like sometimes we're harsher on the bios because they don't have the the supplementary material, but this one does at least for that. So it's like you can't yeah. find too much fault with it, you know. But I do agree. Um, did we want to jump to the comic since it is so directly related to the bio? Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah, makes sense. 
Um, I, I'm curious through on on this one. Um, it's pretty straightforward. I think the so I think the I have the hold on. I've got the credits. Can I guess say God bless Riot for not only linking this, but also there's a nice little credits page at the end, which you know <laughs> <Yes>. sometimes <laughs> they don't always do. But God bless them. Um, I guess the credits, but for some reason, as I have it up, okay, there they are. Yeah, so writer Rayla Hyde, I think she wrote everything um, related to Nami. Uh, art and cover by Viviana Medeiros, editor Ellie Pyle, art director Eric Canette, uh, production artist Gabriella Downey, and logo design Edith Weincourt. So, good job, everyone. Really liked this piece overall. Uh, but yeah, this is a comic. This is. You know, like we've been saying, it's following Nami's descent down to go get the pearl, while the rest of the Marai are locked in. Oh, what do we do? What do we do? Our tide collar hasn't come back. I think it's been like two weeks since they sent Rasho uh, down to go get it. Unlike uh, the bio, not... which says it was a month, but you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, my, that might be a minor thing. I, I didn't even know. Like, maybe it's like this journey is supposed to be across days in the comic. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Uh, but Nami's going down. She's going down into the dark. And, you know, it's kind of her reflecting on what it's like as things, as she's descending, reflecting on the ocean and, and you know, continuing to delve down. And eventually she kind of starts coming into contact with, I think they call it the murk. I think that's how they refer to the, the void space. Um, but she starts coming into shit that is very clearly the void. Um, has to get rid of her staff at one point to kind of lure the void away and gets down to the rift that's down at the core of all of this. And a figure kind of comes out and starts talking to her, and it's like, oh, it's Rasho. We can take the pearl. We can get back up. And Rasho is not okay. <laughs> he is <laughs> no, he fucked is up. <laughs> um, he is rocking a third void eye, kind of like Malgar. <laughs> and uh, she kind of realizes that uh, I gotta, I, I've got to... Things are not cool. So she takes a hold of the, the Tide Collar staff and she actually does kill Rasho with it. Kind of pierces through him. And it just kind of like eats away at him and he's kind of like, I assume, turned into nothingness. I don't know. But she gets the pearl, she gets the staff, and, and she gets back out. I mean, that's like the, the quick summary of it. It's what the bio essentially says. But um, the experience of reading it is very cool because the way that the form... The, comic is like formatted is instead of going like oh you just scroll across pages you're just constantly scrolling down through the comic Mm -hmm. and it's an excellent way of like oh the same sensation of nami you know descending down into the depths to have to go get this fucking pearl right it was very cool you get like that immediate sense of like depth and discomfort and then you get to the point where she loses her staff and then like everything's black as you're scrolling Mm -hmm. down too it was just like this was the perfect way to do this comic (laughs) it was so good Yes. Yeah. I really like the art. There's actually a bit in it. There's a bit in it as well. Um, I kind of skimmed over it where it has like a little flashback to her and her mom, I want to say. And her mom is essentially retelling, you know, this is the legend of the, the Moonstone and stuff. But even even then, the art style actually changes a bit and it becomes these kind of more rudimentary kind of drawings showing the legend. And then it pulls back like the camera and we see, oh, these are like the actual wall like paintings that the Mirai have done around this, which is neat. And then, like you said, yeah, she loses her staff, which is her source of light. And then all of the art, um, like I said, it's all black, and then it's all done like like line work over like a black background to showcase like trying to show like oh she's stuck in the dark, which is also really it's 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 cool. It, it's like you're playing around with like the format of it and the fact that it's a visual medium, which I just like. Oh, this is great. I love this. It's interesting to look at and read and go through. Props yeah. all around. <laughs> yeah. It was a, this was a highlight of the Nami lore, for sure. 
Yeah. So, like, yeah. where are these pearls coming from? <laughs> the abyssal ones? Yeah. Do they grow there? Why are they so near the void? Yeah. It's a good question. Because, <laughs> like, like to know generally considering more. how pearls are grown, I'm curious. Where's the clam? Oyster. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. It would be great Maybe if she the had the whole like, void is the oyster. Yeah. Ooh. And what would I was thinking, like, yeah, big void clam. It's oyster. At first, Boys. I got really confused. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> it was okay. At first, I got really confused when I saw the artwork for the Abyssal Pearl, though, because it looked exactly like what I imagined the Moonstone would look like. Yeah. Just yeah. because it was, like, glowing and everything. I, I don't know. I expected it to be purple because, you know, void. <laughs> and yeah. It just, like, I feel like it perfectly matched um, the way, like, Nami was drawn. And so it's just, I just felt that made it seem even weirder that it was close <laughs> to the Abyss because it looked like it should have been like a part of the uh, Mirai tribe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think if you had made it something that was, you know, that would be a nice thing to do like going forward if you wanted to do more stuff with Nami and the Pearl is mm-hmm. have it be a weirder thing. Maybe it's like, it's almost a burden to kind of carry it around with her and shit. Like, you know, it's a mm-hmm. little void pearl or like oof. you can do a lot of stuff with that you know yeah and she could begin to wonder what the hell they need these pearls for or what they're using them for sure yeah but um, she accidentally unlocks the secret it hatches i like it but yeah i really like this comic i i also really like um especially near the end sequence um there's a lot of them like i think nami's face is very there's a lot of emotion she emotes very well in this and uh, even though the end, the ending line is she's like, ooh, the dark, you know, I face the dark and it fears me type situation, which kind of reads very triumphant. But everything about her face, like looking back at what she's gone through, is not triumphant. She seems very <laughs> scared and kind of disturbed by everything she's gone through, which makes sense. And I just think that's a, I just really like the way it kind of t- filled me in, I guess, in, 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 into what she was feeling and and where the character was at, and I liked that she, as much as she was resolute in doing this duty, um, was still, like, genuinely seemed to be affected by what all she had gone through. It's like, oh, that's that's cool. I like that, you know? Mm-hmm. I uh, I also love that when she did encounter uh, Rasho, like, she did not hesitate even a little oh, bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was in the middle of, like, that villain's first act, join me bargaining speech, and she jumped straight to the end of the movie where <laughs> <laughs> the villain gets murdered. She's like, oh, I don't even know where this is going. And I gotcha. <laughs> no one was she around. Dipped. Yeah. <laughs> she sure. just... <laughs> Maybe that's that's what I'm liking about Nami is that there's a like a relatable vulnerability to her, but a nice de- a determined core to the character where she will go and do things that are dangerous because they need to be done. You know, and she'll yeah. stab ra- Rasho because it needs to happen, you know? <laughs> She's a decision maker. I admire it. She always knows mm-hmm. what she wants for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, You mentioned, I think, at the beginning of Impressions that she sounds kind of like a 15-year-old girl. She reminds me of, like, um, every, like... Very like young main character in a fantasy novel. Yeah, where it's just like I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it's true. Yeah, uh, something that struck that like stuck out to me near the end. You mentioned like there was like that big kind of like triumphant scene, um, and everyone's kind of like carrying 
Nami around on their shoulders. They're carrying her off the field, even, like Rudy. (laughs) (laughs) The idea of underwater creatures carrying other underwater creatures on their shoulders underwater is hilarious. (laughs) It's a zero effort task. She starts floating out of their hands. (laughs) Oh, God, grab her. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I but also th- felt like that clashed with the um, bio a bit, just because they were like, didn't it say like they were a little, they were like very they're, much annoyed at her, right? Yeah. They're a little but pissy. They, said, they were like, they were all like celebratory. They were like, oh my god, she's returned. Yeah, <laughs> for she you know what, a jolly good uh, fellow <laughs> flipper. <laughs> Mimno, no, mm, there's some, there's a joke there somewhere. <laughs> We can't but find yeah, it. Maybe I, agree. I was literally about can. to say that. Um, <laughs> I like the comic interpretation more, you know, because I, yeah. I like it's like you would easily recognize like here, here's somebody who did the job that needed to get fucking done, right? You know? <laughs> we were quibble. gonna die, and now we're not gonna die. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna waste time bitching at this person who made it. So I'm not gonna die. Also, that <laughs> staff <laughs> seems like a really big loss. Even getting that back. Yeah, honestly, yeah. right. They'd be fucked without that thing, right? Because it was down at the bottom of the, the trench or whatever. Yeah. Man, I wonder what would have happened if it had stayed down there much longer. Could have gotten, like, void corrupted. We ended up with, like, a dark tide collar staff. That'd be pretty Ooh. cool. That, that is cool. That would be a fun thing to put against Nami, maybe, if you wanted to give her a nice, like, a villain or something. That could be fun. The tide Ultimate staller. Universe, void Nami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it'd be a fun skin, actually. Yeah. They should, honestly. I mean... I mean, especially with, like, you know, we see with Belveth, um, there's a lot of, like, kind of ocean, underwater sort of imagery that kind of they've been doing with the Void lately. So yeah. it, it feels like you could easily you could easily step into this space with it, too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I never knew the Void was uh, down in the water. I always, 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 little, I always associate it with it, Shirima, you know, mm-hmm. in yeah. that area. But nope, desert, water, they love it all. The Void be <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> So say I. Okay, gangplank. <laughs> Pre-work gangplank. Somebody sounded like. Yeah, I like this. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Who wants no to walk us through first steps? <laughs> oh my gosh. Motherfucker. <laughs> um. I don't have notes, but I think we can figure it out. Yeah, um, I can I can do it as well if, if y'all if y'all want or sure um, take us home. I don't have notes either, so go for it. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> okay. uh, this one's also by Rayla Hyde, although not not uh, credited on the universe page, um, but the wiki got her. So thank <laughs> thanks wiki. Um, I think we talked about this a little bit with Diana, but it is it is following Nami. She has, I guess, recently kind of set out on her journey to get the get that moonstone. So she has, she's at like a little Targonian village, um, kind of coastal village, and she is, she's just coming up on this village, and she's looking for for the aspect of the moon, and you know it's all pretty new to her, and there's like this weird sort of like dancing light spirit that she'd never seen before, <laughs> and it seems to dance around on little bits, and and everyone in the village is just staring at her mouth agape, <laughs> and she's kind of got this awkward like, hi, I'm a, uh, I'm looking for the aspect of the moon. If anyone can help me with that, um, and then an elder sort of steps forward and is like, "Is the moon friend or foe?" And Nami kind of takes the very practical approach of like, 
it doesn't make sense that anyone would declare the moon itself to be your your enemy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so right, Nami. Like, You're right. <laughs> Meet yeah, humans. She is, <laughs> she is completely right. Uh, but she's like, eh, the moon's my friend, and immediately the other's like, heretic, monster. And she's like, foe, foe. I meant foe. <laughs> she said fiend. Yeah. It was fiend. such a good last second fix too. I'm surprised yes. it didn't oh, work. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> She must have really um, failed her persuasion role on that one. (laughs) Yes. I had that exact sensation of reading this. I'm like, that's exactly some shit I would expect to happen at a table. Yeah. (laughs) Right? That one on the persuasion role. And they all start dipping their weapons in, like, I guess oil or something and lighting them on fire. Maybe this is even some of the the burning ones from, like, way back in the Felios. I know some of the the, uh, Solari do some of that. Mm. But... Um, I think what happens is that one of the like a youth kind of like is scared by something that Nami does and he stumbles backwards and long story short the whole village kind of catches fire as a big <laughs> accident and while everyone else is rushing to try and put it out you know Nami she kind of catches it like oh they want water I can help with that <laughs> um, kind of calls forth a big she almost ults essentially um, and even like when she's ulting she's like please stand out of the way and then pulls forward this big sort of like tentacle tidal wave of water and puts out all the fire and saves everyone's ass. And it's like, okay, well, sorry for the interruption. I'll, I'll move on. And then kind of as she's leaving, the other's like, fire, by the way. She had asked like, oh, what is that thing that is causing all this chaos? What is that? And she didn't know, right? And the other's like, it's, it's, it's fire. Um, it's useful, but sometimes it's a little, uh, what's the word he uses? It's a little... Irrational. Yeah, irrational. Um and also Ionia. If you're looking for the, the aspect of the moon, Ionia. It's a land very, very far away in this direction. Um, and so she's like, oh, yes, fire. Thank you. Fire. I like that. And she, she starts heading off to go go to Ionia or not. I don't know. Right? Man, you just missed her. She was just right. on Targon. <laughs> just like a lip. And then she went to Piltover and Zahn right after that. And then Ixtal and then Bilgewater oh, no. and then Shadow Isles. <laughs> In fact, the group she was traveling with was just in Ionia, but she wasn't with them at the time, so who knows where she is today. Oh my god. Yeah. We won't, we, she we, was we, also in Ionia, but she's grabbing lunch. Right. <laughs> hey, the moon's gotta yeah. eat. Yeah, we won't talk about the rise of the Sentinels part, but this one's this one's pretty pretty fun, too. I think, it's like I was saying, she's got, it reminds me a lot of, of like a Lilia type, where you know, yeah. everything's new to her. She doesn't know what fire is. Um, but she's got a little bit more of like a, like I, like I said, a more of a resolute core to her. So she will kind of, instead of Lilia like running away, she'll like stand around and help with stuff or like engage with people and things, which is like just a little more interesting to read and see. Yeah. And she wasn't like at all afraid of them. She yeah. was like, mm-hmm. I've quite literally stared into the abyss and it stared back. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I also like how And then she... I stabbed it through the fucking chest. <laughs> Didn't even think twice. <laughs> I feel like the young, irrational character, like, hero is, you know, it's a bit of a cliche, but I like that she's also extremely polite and friendly and kind, which I feel like is not a combination that you get very much. Mm. And they somehow managed to do this without making it feel too much like the Little Mermaid, which is really (laughs) nice, because Ariel's also got that thing going on of, like, what's this, a fork, you know, or whatever she does. (laughs) 
she's not like an, she's not an idiot i think is the yeah, important yeah, part yeah. is like she doesn't know what it is but she can intuit like oh this thing is fucking up their village and obviously water <laughs> is working against it and it's like she can mm-hmm. put one and two together you know instead of being like oh what is this fire and she reaches I'm out and, like burns it, herself yeah. or some bullshit yeah. so yeah, yeah. the uh the little interaction with the elder at the end i don't know if you got this too mark uh i got huge like uh huge train heist from firefly vibes oh like the God, very John, end of it firefly references. like when uh <laughs> when they gave the medicine back and he's like you know man's gotta make a living but once they learn the facts learn the truth of things out here well then they got a choice and then mm-hmm. he's like, I don't think they do. It was like another one of those really heavy-handed metaphor things. It's like, I'm talking about us right now. I'm not going to say I'm talking about us, but I'm talking about us right now. Yeah. That's what I got at the end of this one, too. Oh. It's very, uh, you know, like, like very heavy-handed metaphor there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. I'm Especially fine since with it, like... they used the word irrational. I would have loved if it was a word that was... Uh, more easily applicable to humans and fire. <laughs> sure, if you could find something a little more subtle, maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with it for the most part because, like, it only really crops up in that little end sequence. If there had been, like, a couple more instances of people doing that, it would have been like, okay, I get it. Stop hitting me over the head with it. When it's just, like, once, it's like, okay, that's that's fine. Especially for, like, a little short color story, you know? Like, we don't mm-hmm. have the, the most real estate. Um I, I did. I did like it overall. Like I liked him. I, I liked that interaction. Or like when you've got someone who kind of comes off initially as like antagonistic, but can kind of check themselves a little. You know, that's nice. Again, they're not idiots. You know, like every character is kind of behaving a little more reasonably than like they just pick one stance and never, ever, ever change. <laughs> you know, it's nice to have people change a little bit or like react in a way that's a little more like reasonable. Yeah, you don't normally get that from Solari. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> and all it took was their village burning down. <laughs> that was actually you know? something I didn't like that much about the story, though, because it was like, I don't know, it seemed like very much, it seems like a very quick um, switch, which makes sense on one hand, that it's like, obviously they'd be thankful that she saved their village, but I'm kind of surprised that none of them were like, she's the reason that our village was burning to begin with, like, even though yeah. it wasn't really her fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of how I expected it to end, and I was like, oh, no, it's the good ending. <laughs> sure. I expected but, that, too, actually, yeah. Yeah, it was just kind of like, on on one hand, okay, on the other hand, the way that they started immediately, like, brandishing their weapons at her when she clearly had no clue what was going on <laughs> was just like, I did, not ex- I did not expect rational thinking from them. <laughs> sure. Didn't seem to be in the right headspace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that you know what that could have also been fun is to have maybe some people like the elder are kind of like more swayed and then they've got some holdouts, you know, and that could be like a lesson mm-hmm. that Nami leaves with is this alert. Like I've learned that you know sometimes they're these these what she call them over sky is that what she refers to like land as, right? Oh, that- I don't know, I missed it. I, I know a, she called the humans like land walkers, I think. Yeah. I thought she referred to like the whole like land space as like the over sky or something like that. <laughs> um, but it would have been a nice like oh learning moment, right? That like sometimes they just pick a fucking stance and they don't change, you know. <laughs> yeah. Which is sometimes realistic, you, know? you have to snuff some fires out. That'd be her dark way of lights on. 
I like yeah. that when she saw the elder, he was like wearing all of these robes, and she was like, "He must be important or very cold." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that yeah. she's confused that they even wear clothes. She's like, "What do I do this for?" Because they're all just yeah. Leaky. <laughs> Makes sense, right? <laughs> but yeah, and then I guess little little writing thing is that the thing that kicks off the fire is they've got like some sort of pack animal. I don't know what. Um, that gets spooked by like a fire and kind of kicks a cart and it causes you know things to kind of go off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that that thing shows up a much a little bit earlier in the story, <laughs> right? It's a nice little I don't know about Chekhov's gun per se, but like rather than just like oh I don't know, you set it up a little bit like that. There's a thing here and it's been established, so then when it's there and reacting, it makes sense rather than like oh you just added this thing in to get the fire going around. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah I get you. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, consequential set dressing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little things where it's like, oh, this feels like tight, tightly written, I guess I might say, rather than just like, oh, we're just throwing crap in to get to the points we want to get to. I don't know. Right. If that makes and, sense. And, uh, yeah. Now, I know this story wasn't technically about Nami, but since it was linked here, and it is by Anthony Birch. <laughs> <laughs> Is also the Edward Santagello's Vestaya Field Guide. I forgot that was by Birch. Yeah, that's another one that's not credited. Mm. Hmm. Do we want to go through that? If y'all want to, because I, I didn't I didn't reread it for this. I, I remember mm. the very high level stuff. I think it's mostly just explaining like what Vestaya are and like his ex- this this author's experience with a like firsthand with a few of them. Yes. Yeah, I definitely remember. It is good. It is funny. I highly yeah. recommend it. But And something, so, I mean, we recently started watching Our Flag Beans Death, <laughs> and after watching that, I read this entire thing in, like, Rice Darby's voice as his character in that show, and uh, they're the same character. <laughs> the the gentleman a... pirate. and uh, Yeah, I was going to say, that's... that's uh... Uh... Yeah, I can't remember the actor's name for some. Is it is it Reese or uh, Ryan? Yeah. Probably Reese. Who knows? I thought you I don't were, know how to pronounce names. I I thought you meant that was the character's name, and I was like, who the fuck is that? And our he means Steed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it certainly. I, I I certainly see where you're where you're seeing that that uh, uh similarity for sure, right? Because he's very. You know what this made me feel like was like. There are some pieces in the old JOJ that sometimes have this kind of <laughs> this kind no. of feeling to them, you know. It's true. Yeah. This was like a when a, they're not being a creepy. better written journal of justice article. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is like yeah, absolutely agreed. Speaking of which, I know after you know we've mentioned Anthony Birch in the past, y'all recommended Dungeons and Daddies to us, which we did start. <laughs> the other day we are still on the first episode and it's pretty funny i did <laughs> I, I did finish it and then move on to the second one just because oh, i'd been doing Uh-oh. some jogging so uh but I it's very good i see <laughs> trouble in paradise over there <laughs> Sean, how dare you <laughs> i see we have so few podcasts we listen to when we drive long distances i know but you never want to listen to podcasts not when i'm driving because they make me sleepy someone else has to be driving <laughs> hmm. <laughs> oh but yeah, that's pretty much it for this one. Thanks. Yeah. Wasn't, oh, uh, wasn't very uh, Mariah heavy. 
No, not at all. This is not related to this, but to the previous one, First Steps. Um, I really like the art that is on that that story as well. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. A, just a kind of a profile shot of like Nami's upper half, but it's it's really well done. And I would be curious to see who the artist is, and I would love to see just like more pieces, in you know, just of of Nami. I think she's cool. A neat little mermaid kind of setup, you know, <laughs> or design rather. Yeah. Or so. Vestayan, whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? This is this is what I mean when I say like Nami is a better realized like Lilia. Because with Lilia, it was like, oh, she's some weird dream font thing. But like, and I remember we even said like, why isn't she Vestayan? And with yeah. Nami, it's like, she's Vestayan. It makes perfect sense. Like you've got this thing, this idea. Like make sure some characters properly fit into it. Like like Nami, you know, perfect. So, but yeah. I also yeah. want to see what Nami looks like. I would look, like. I almost want like a helmetless kale skin where she doesn't have the crown, because it was a little yeah. interesting in the comic when she didn't you, have it. You know, you do see her in the comic. It like takes a second, like took a second to recognize her as <laughs> Nami because you're so yeah. used to seeing the helmet on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. How all we all right. feeling? Yeah. Any final thoughts on canon Nami? It's 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 pretty good for what's here. I think she's got a lot of potential, and I think it's kind of a shame because <laughs> I get the the decided fishy stink that eh, Riot's not really going to do anything with her for a while, if ever. Um, yeah. Which is kind of a shame. I think she's got a nice setup for like a clear little, you know, adventure. You know, she's got a clear goal. Yeah. Which is nice. Clear ties to the void with the void event coming up. This is gonna this is gonna be like the void events Maokai and. Uh, Yorick, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I am yep. curious how well they're going to handle because they have the void set up in so many places, and it would be great if they honestly did include every single one of those places and how they're handling the void. Ooh, that yeah. would be so good. Yeah, and even just like maybe release like just a, another little short story. <laughs> yeah, like not they don't have to include her in the in-game event. Just another little piece to tell us that they haven't forgotten about her. <laughs> right. <Yep. laughs> I would love I her to almost catch up to Diana. Like the end of the short stories, Diana like disappearing into some ship right before Nami finds her, something oh. like that. And then the, sure. the the staff's not even pulling her anymore towards where that's how like far gone she is. Diana goes to the void. <laughs> yeah, she's got enough entrances to choose from. Honestly, that's what yeah, she she's said. spoiled for choice. Now there was a previous version of the bio. I know she didn't really have much old lore, but there was a previous version of the bio version of the bio there's not yeah. really a lot different it's just a little less specific to be honest yeah. like rasho like, doesn't exist yeah they didn't call out rasho uh and i think like, the other th- okay oh i was just gonna say yeah the the other big one was like it it wasn't uh they didn't necessarily just like choose a tide caller from their tribe like a tide caller would show up oh. and then a tide caller hadn't showed up and they're like well i guess we'll just wait then She's like, it, but we kind of need this. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go. I'll be back in like ten. I'm just gonna go. Yeah, that's even more in line with like the poppy thing, right? Where it's like, is she actually the tide caller? Because it's like whoever answers the call, right? But it does make the Mariah kind of look like they're just twiddling their thumbs. Like it'll be a real shame when this fucking you know moonstone gives out eventually or whatever. But that feels that, very realistic. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. I almost like it better. Uh, yeah. I find it so much like not. I feel like it really because we don't really see that much of Nami's like impulsiveness like yeah she went to the surface without a plan but she couldn't really make a plan in like first steps because 
she had no idea what to expect. Whereas, like, if she was just like, well, like, screw this, like, no (laughs) one's gonna go, so I'll just all go, whatever. I feel like that really adds to the impulsiveness. Yeah, yeah I, I agree, actually. I, I, You know, as you mentioned it, I do kind of wish that there was... You know, it'd be a nice thing to show if they did another story with her is to show some of that. Because the bio does say, like, oh, she's very impulsive and, and rash. Um, but mm-hmm. it, it mostly just seems like she just does things that need to be done because otherwise <laughs> yeah. it's a fucking problem, right? So. Their definition of, of impulsive is not sitting on your ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah apparently. She's decisive. <laughs> she's yes. decisive, yeah. I guess that's true compared to them. She is pretty impulsive. She is fish of action. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Nice. Well, Egg, thank you so much for joining us today. Of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Mm -hmm. Now, if if people want to uh, find you or anything, now that sounded creepy, but... (laughs) (laughs) On the inter- in the yeah. internet space, you know where 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 could people follow What's your you? Social how about, security. How about number? follow? That sounds less creepy than find. That is my home address. <laughs> I need mother's maiden name. I need you know. Um, I have a Twitch. Okay. Um, it's uh, Twitch.tv/jellyfishfraud. Um, all like lowercase one word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Instagram handle is the same. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I've been streaming a little more frequently now that it's almost summer. <laughs> so, yeah. What do you play cool. usually? Yeah, I was going to ask. Um, I play, I mean, because I, <laughs> I kind of alternate between League and Valorant. Yeah. Um, so, I yeah, it kind of alternates between those two. Occasionally, Genshin Impact. It kind of depends on what, like my friends are doing <laughs> so yeah a sure. lot of mid lane league gaming <laughs> nice. nice nami mid nami mid for yeah. sure oh, yeah. <laughs> i have played nami mid i got my master six through that <laughs> oh nice oh, <laughs> is it viable could like could um, I it? <laughs> I, it's really really good if you're going into a, an assassin who is not level six, okay. <laughs> if you can get like two kills before they're level six, you're good to go. Like you win easy. Mm, that sounds like a lot of pressure. That does It'll be like level six eventually. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Interesting. Well, thanks again. And uh, yeah, y'all should you. go follow her on Twitch. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. thank you. <laughs> All right. Oh. AUs. Y'all ready for this? The slew of, of Nami AUs. I'm ready. Yeah, there's got to be so many of them. <laughs> Let me look. I, I, I normally like to look up the skins and like look at them when he's doing this, but I feel like this is one champion that I actually know her skins very well. Yeah, it's you rare. Know most of them. <laughs> well, we're going to start out with Fables. I'm going to. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Are we going to start or are you going to die? I had to grab a, <laughs> grab a computer. He's so it's a better old. angle. <laughs> I'm not old. I just had to reach my arm out. It would have been hard for anyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ahem, fables. Set in a mythological world, each champion represents a mythological god, hero, villain, or creature. And this one 
is River Spirit Nami. Oh, right. I was like, it's Koi or River Spirit? <laughs> Once upon a time, a young farmer was enchanted by music coming from the deep jungle and followed it to a, the grove of a river spirit. Overcome by her beauty, he went to embrace her and was dragged screaming into the emerald waters below, <laughs> never to be seen again. Oh, my God. Shit. This is not... I, I, normally, it's like Diana, but in she's a cowgirl. <laughs> this one is very different. Now, interestingly, this does have a short story associated with it. Oh. It, uh, it was only released in Brazil, and it was translated into English by someone on the wiki. Oh. Um, but, yeah, this, this tells the elongated version of the story of River Spirit Nami, which, for the record... Contradicts thematically a little bit with her, <laughs> with her uh, skin blurb, but um, basically we learn that the ocean-dwelling folk have moved to lakes and rivers. Um, but one day, a promising witch doctor found a note in her cabin explaining that these creatures were dying due to human pollution, and to retrieve a mirror from the lake nearby to speak to them directly. Uh, when she got to the lake, however, it was perfectly clear. Didn't look like there was any pollution, which kind of made her a little suspicious. But she dove down anyway and got the mirror. And then when she surfaced, ah, it turns out it was a trap. She got ambushed by her own people who were jealous of what a promising witch doctor she was becoming. So they killed her in the water. Oh. Um, luckily, it was a full moon that night. And under the full moon, nature took pity on her and she was reborn as uh, Nami Iara, a guardian of the natural world. With even more power than she had in life. Oh, hmm, that is very fable in its in its construction. <laughs> yeah. You know what's what's interesting to be? I saw on the wiki that she has some extra like VO or different like extra voice lines specifically in the in Brazilian, and it makes me curious like that combined with that if there's like some like cultural thing that maybe I'm not aware of. I'd be curious if someone is like knows what that is. Yeah, if you know it. anything about this, let us know. We're intrigued. Yeah. Like, is this like a really well-known, like, like an adaptation of a really well-known, like, fable or, or like, story or something like that? That, I don't know. It's, it's interesting, you know? It sounds like it would be, for sure. Yeah. yeah. The last yeah. name especially was very specific, like Nami Iara. Like, I'm mm -hmm. curious yeah. if Iara yeah. is, uh, you know, one of those. Sure. Uh, next up, we've got Forgotten Depths, where each skin represents a legend of the deep, similar to the tall tales of the deep sea. And they're all told, um, you know, as if someone was telling the story of uh, having encountered this creature. So I will be reading it like a pirate. Oh, hell yeah. And this is Deep Sea Nami. I saw her where light ceases and one is alone with the cold darkness and the sea. She appeared before me, a wordless ancient thing pulsing with an unearthly luster as vicious shapes twisted in the gloomy beyond. That was beautiful. <laughs> well done. <laughs> is she just really gigantic? She yeah, is. she's big. Oh. Uh, I like the big Nami. Yeah, because I'm... I'm <laughs> I like big Namis and I cannot lie. You other more I, I can't like deny. The big Nami. <laughs> Think of how big her chest is. <laughs> Thank you. Why does she even have them? Uh, poison, anyway. poison sacks. Who knows? Could you imagine? It's a lot of poison. 
I'm pretty sure that is pre-corrupted uh, Nautilus in front of her, even. And he's already a big boy. Oh, shit. Oh, is it really? Could be. Interesting. It's huh. hard to tell, but... Could be. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Only Rosen. <laughs> uh, next up, we got Project Program. Among the megastructures and packed streets of a future controlled by global corporations, a shadow war rages between rebellious augmented humans and newly empowered artificial beings. The winners will shape the course of history, and the losers will be forced to evolve. And this one is Program Nami. An aquatic search and rescue medbot whose manufacturer was acquired in an aggressive corporate takeover, Nami has been irreversibly changed by the directives of Program for now, she continues in her primary function, though her behavior has become increasingly erratic. Hmm. I'm liking these because they're they're not all, like you said, it's not all like Diana but with a cowgirl <laughs> setup. It's like there, there's some differences yeah. here. It's neat. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got a mortal journey. Long ago, in an ancient land, many souls gathered beneath the gods to test the limits of their power. Foolish and arrogant, brave and just, their journeys are written into the immortal pages of history. And this is Splendid Staff Nami. <laughs> uh, when the demigoddess Aurelia was bested by a heavenly empress, the seal over Talon's draconic power began to weaken allowing some of his magic to leak into the world. Once a mere fish who dreamed of being a dragon, Nami has received some of this power and has found her true form beginning to awaken. Hmm. Not much cool. going on in that one. <laughs> mm. She was fish. Now she's a people. <laughs> or, a, or a dragon. Or, or dragon-like. She's got a really long hand. She does. She also just kind of looks like people. <laughs> she does just look like people with back problems. Damn, she does have a long hand. God damn. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> well, it used to be a fin, right? I guess you can't blame her. Uh, now we got Event Horizon. In the vast darkness of space are born terrible, beautiful things, cosmic creatures of sublime love and the unknowable monstrosities. Of the Dark Star. <laughs> oh, shit. These are the children of silent gods, and they are finally coming home. This is one that you do so much that I can almost recite part of that with you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's Cosmic Destiny Nami. The bringer of life, Nami is charged with scattering the seeds of Elan Vital on the newborn, cold, lifeless rocks and planets that appear with the birth of new stars and constellations. Um, and fun fact about this one. All the 2020 Event Horizon skins are modeled after real-life constellations, and Nami is oh. modeled after the Pisces constellation. Mm. So, you know, okay. now you know that. Take okay, that so you the bank. <laughs> sure. You said a phrase just now, El Elan Vital. Is I feel like that's the first I've ever heard of that in reference yes. to this AU. It is in quotes, and it is not used again. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Let's make sure it was. <laughs> it means something for sure. <laughs> gotcha. Cool. Cool. <laughs> uh, maybe to be expanded upon later. 
I know we don't get a whole lot of uh, the the lifey half of the Dark Star. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's true. And the last skin is Harrowing, which mm. is their Halloween line. And this is Bewitching Nami. Bobbing for apples is certainly a lot more challenging when Nami brings the tides with her to the party. The apples don't bite back, but the pumpkin fish sure do. <laughs> I always love the description of the harrowing skins. <laughs> really? Right. That's it. Yeah, I got a handful of fun facts for you, though. Do yeah. You want, you want some fun facts? Only if they're fun. All right, well, I won't read them then. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they're just okay. Uh, Nami is voiced by Cassandra Lee Morris, who also voices Yumi and Chip. Mm. That's cool. For all us uh, chip stands out there, who mm. uh, there Love are way more than I expected, because man, y'all came at me. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do wrong again? Oh, I didn't mention him enough in the Malphite episode. Oh, okay. oh, okay. Well, that's Runeterra, you know. It's you know. Yeah. 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 Fuck you, Fuck guys. You guys. <laughs> How dare you love this adorable little little critter? Uh, Nami and Fiddlesticks are the only two champions to speak a word while laughing. Oh. How oh, weird. What does she say? Do you know? She says, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like that. I didn't know that. Neat. Mm-hmm. Nami is over 180 years old. Ancient. Her, uh, her entire lore. I don't know how familiar y'all are with this, but the entire story kind of resembles the plot of Dinotopia, but with a moonstone instead <laughs> of a sunstone, and the <laughs> void instead of ancient man-made ruins. It's not at all what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Naruto or some other fucking thing. Not Dinotopia. <laughs> What the hell is this? I don't even know what the... Oh y'all y'all oh, didn't God. y'all didn't get into Dinotopia growing no. up? We weren't no. dino heads. Okay. <laughs> it was a series of fantasy books published in the early nineties. For children, I assume. Dope. That's what I was in the early Dope 90s. ref. <laughs> Dude, it was also a live action television miniseries and a short lived live watched. action T V series in two thousand I oh, know. Damn which I definitely I know watch. what I'm watching next. Right. Now I'm just uh, now I'm deep in now the Dinotopia. Deep in, right, I'll move on. Uh, <laughs> when playing Nami, if you type hat in the store search, the result displayed will be the boots of speed, referencing the Little Mermaid. Oh wow. Man, that's a huh. all the images from this show look really <laughs> <Thank> stellar. <laughs> you're still in the you're stuck in the Dinotopia wormhole, man. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, gotta pull you out. We, we call it the Dino Loop. Don't look in too deep. <laughs> the Dino. <laughs> the Dino. Loop. Uh, during Splendid Staff Nami's recall, she transforms her fins into human legs, which makes it the first Nami skin to actually show her with legs instead of fins. Oh man, that's neat. Yeah. Uh, last one. Yo, the guy from Prison Break is in this. <laughs> I told you, you gotta get out of the dino hole, man. The main guy from Prison Break was in Dinotopia. Sorry. <laughs> I think there's 
do a Dinotopia <laughs> bonus episode or something. Oh my god, this would be a great Patreon episode where we watch Dinotopia, please. <laughs> There's two of them. Tangentially also, Eric Von Denton is in the other one, who I had a huge crush on when I was a kid. What's he in? He was in So Weird. Um, oh, he was in The Princess Diaries. He was the oh, love okay. interest. Well, not the love interest. He was like the douchey, popular hot mm. guy. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, and my, my last fun fact that is not Dinotopia related. <laughs> uh, she was almost going to be named Rom Lariel after uh, Trevor Classic Rom Lesky's last name combined with Ariel. I'm glad they moved away from I'm glad that. they, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Nami was way better. Yeah. Smart move there, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I feel like we learned from Blizzard that naming characters after people, not the way to go. Mm. I, mean, I mean, frankly, yeah. we've learned that from Riot, even, honestly. That's Nami. That was Nami. Yes, yes, Nami. Yes, Nami, and that's Dinotopia. Right. Yeah, welcome to our Dinotopia <laughs> fan cast. <laughs> I have a, I do have fun facts related to Runeterra. It's just oh, one. Oh shit! Or it's two, it. really. Um, so there are a couple of cards in Runeterra where she does seem to. It seems like there are a couple that of like other Marai who she is in some sort of romantic relationship with. Um, uh, a guy and a lady. I don't remember their names. It's like Leto and something else or something like that. I don't. I don't play a lot of like Nami and Runeterra. Um, but it seems like maybe that's something that they are. They at least established there. Um, Obviously, it doesn't have any bearing on her lore whatsoever. <laughs> um, but if they did a short story, it would be neat to see that get more development as, like, that's what she's left behind to go do her, her journey, you know, would be that she's got a couple. she got some, you know, she's some, some people on the widow's walk or whatever waiting for her to come home, you know? Now, you mentioned, you said a few, a few people? Is this like, a, Ye- is this like a, an underwater throuple? I, it seems to be, yeah. Oh, I don't shit. remember the names of them. Um because it's like voice line interactions. Uh, I, I don't remember the cards either. Um, I'm sure someone who's more into it will be able to give them. Um, but yeah, yeah, just just something that, that I think they they added when with her release in Runeterra. Hmm. So. Well, if you know more about it, folks, teach us teach us in the Discord about Nami Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all I got. I just I, that's the little thing I saw pop up for Runeterra. Alrighty, that Sweet. was Nami. That was Nami. That was Nami. Thank you for listening. We have a Twitter. It's at Loreheads, and we have a Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Loreheads. We generally stream Saturdays. It's been a weird few weeks, and John does TFT on Mondays. Won't be going on for much longer, but we'll figure out a schedule eventually afterwards. We also have a YouTube where we post these, and John has some parody songs. And we have a Discord. You can join it for some really great discussions about Dinotopia. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Patreon as well. Thank you so much to all of our patrons. But a very special thank you to our Madarda and All Chat tier patrons. Chloe Things, Great Scott Nine, King of Hearts, Mylect, Rel, Shupa Moustache, and the Void Event is here! Maybe. <laughs> you were all great. And if you were Void Emerald or Void Pearls, mm-hmm. I would dive underwater to rescue you. Nice. But not uh, if they were also, Void Emeralds. 
emeralds? Not void emeralds. If you were void emeralds, that's Sonic's job. (laughs) (laughs) Also, real quick, just wanted to throw this in here. Egg also just messaged me and uh, said that uh, their names are Loto and Tama. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, she is um, uh, a bisexual polyamorous relationship with those two. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Where's that icon, Riot? (laughs) Or that emote? (laughs) Alrighty. Um, Well, that's all. And be sure to join us next week, because we're going to go in a very opposite direction, back to Shirima, to talk about the curator of the sands, Nasus. 